Hey everyone, welcome to the Withering Effect episode 101. Today's date is June 27th, 2021, and I am Duds, or Duds Versus, known to the rest of the interwebs. I am Jimbo, you may know me as Jimbo Slice 23 so let's start with what we got into this week. Uh, if, if you're looking for me, I've been tidying my base up. There's a lot of little loose ends. Uh, I started the season with a checklist, right? Just a book with some stuff I needed to get done. And I kind of ignored the checklist after the second item got checked off on it. And I went back and I started <laughs> listening more. There's so many little things. Like every single one of my overflows from my farms, if I use the honey block to do the item filter, I messed up the overflow. And so now I have a bunch of items not falling into lava. Like there's just, just stacks of items waiting to despawn above this mm -hmm. lava pit. I'm like, oh, that's not cool. I got to go around and I got to fix all that stuff. Yeah. Well, your base idea changed pretty dramatically towards the beginning. So that checklist kind of <laughs> went out the window. That's, that's true too. But speaking of which, I'm going back. Right. to one of the more original ideas now. The dome was always supposed to be let duds be duds. And that's building functional farm rooms that are efficient in the fact that they're not overpowered. And by that I mean I'm not going to get uh, a double chest full of potatoes in one hour. It's going to be constantly running in the background in a slow enough state so it's not causing any server lag. And I've got a dripstone farm that I've AFK'd for maybe four hours now, and I have 41 pointed dripstone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not super efficient farms, but they're efficient in the use of space and decoration, I'm going to say. I, my dome is nowhere near the biggest build or the most decorated build, but it is my favorite build I've ever built. The only thing that could make it better is the glass glitching texture. Yeah. If that was fixed. Oh, this I if I had to go back and do it again, I would not have that dome up there. What's crazy, I noticed like I have a bunch of glass too. I pillared up a bunch of ore to you know get xp and to get the the ore out of there mm -hmm. and the glass texture looked fine from a distance but you're inside your dome you're right below it you can't really yep. get far away you know it's kind of part of the build and yeah at that distance it does give you that little finicky render yeah i don't understand it i don't know what causes it at first i thought it was optifine and then it was happening without Optifine. I thought it maybe it was fabric. I got rid of fabric and it was still happening. So it's a, it's a Minecraft thing. It's not a texture pack. I've removed texture packs and it still does it. It's a Minecraft thing. And I hope that's something they kind of figure out because it's, it's really annoying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going back to my mountain, I'm officially working on the outside of the mountain now. The exterior work. Um, I built these two really large docks on either side of the mountain i say really large the back dock's a little small but the front dock is there and i'm gonna have these house facades just shoved into the mountain and they're literally only going to be facades because i can't fit them in the mountain because obviously i built a storage room inside the mountain so i'm not sure how that's gonna work <laughs> but i'm pretty excited because i'm measuring out where i want to so the dock's got three levels you got the lower dock which is where I'm going to park ships, which is going to be kind of cool. I'm not going to do crazy uh, giant build ships. You know, like Corrales last season at the end of Hermitcraft built this just absolutely amazing ship for his harbor. You're not going to see that kind of stuff from me. I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. Uh, basically, look at the ships that are sunken in the world right now, and you'll see a a bit more decorated version of that probably in my harbor and stuff but yeah so you got the lower dock you got the main dock where i'm gonna have these house facades and shops and stuff i say shops it, it's a pirate shop so i mean it might be cooked mutton hanging off a string or something like that and then i kind of want to do an upper dock which is kind of gonna just be pathways for entrances above the storage room because above the storage room is just this huge empty area in the mountain 
where I can actually put more things. Uh, and like I was looking at the withering effect tunnel, you know, that gets to our blaze farm and our wither skull farm. Mm-hmm. Never finished that. And yeah, you're right. <laughs> one of the things we need to do to finish that is red nether brick. That's a lot of nether wart. Yeah. So I was like, I might throw another wart farm up there just because one, they're ugly. And at least up there, it'll be out of the way. I think I started that tunnel and just like never went back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd go back for the farming, but I just haven't yeah. put any blocks down. The only things I've done is the blaze section, and that was a really short tunnel. Yeah, well, you finished it. One thing you got on me. <laughs> it is a finished tunnel, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you still need to do your nether tunnel for your base. Right. Yes, I have a lot of unfinished stuff that I have to do. I went through your nether tunnel the other day to grab bottles, and I had a gas shoot at me. Yep, that happened to me once. <laughs> yeah, Jimbo's like, yeah, that, that happens. I mean, yeah, it happens. Yeah, but that's kind of it when it comes to Minecraft. I ha- I've had a lot of fun with the one seventeen stuff. Did a lot of one seventeen exploring in my last stream, which was cool. But that's actually part of our topic for this episode. So I'm gonna hold off on talking about that stuff a bit. But what about you? How's your week been? Uh, my week's been good. I've been, you know. Like I said last week, I dove headfirst right into 117, just running around trying to find all the new, just all the new mobs, all the new blocks, everything that I can get my hands on just to play with it a little bit. Never really experienced it before. We really haven't played mm-hmm. uh, the new 117 until our SMP updated. updated. But um, this week, I managed to wrangle up a bunch of glow squid and put them in my base going to make a big glow squid aquarium i i'm pretty much made it already it just needs decorated so mm-hmm. that's what i'm going to be working on in the future i did i was thinking the glow squid mechanics you know they, they can only they have to spawn in dark areas below y level 60 i think it is which is ocean mm-hmm. level but it's all they also got to be by a natural stone block and uh I didn't have that in my aquarium, so I had to go out of my 300-block diameter base and lead these guys with a lead to my base in a little water stream. It was actually a lot easier than I thought. I just went over to the near swamp area. Uh, There wasn't any squid. I I darkened it, made it real dark, put a little overhang over there, and I'm like, okay, we should see some squid. Mm Mm-hmm. Grass is not considered the natural stone block because it's not stone, it's grass. So yeah, what I did was dig all that out, and as soon as the stone started getting exposed, we had glow squid and we had axolotls. And surprisingly, they come in pretty abundantly. Like, there was a good bit of them. Mm-hmm. And I was able to make a water stream and wrangle them up. Actually, a lot easier than I thought. You know, a couple issues. I had to keep the axolotls from destroying my glow squid but uh yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't too bad but it was a it was a good time yeah i had a little experience moving the single glow squid into my aquarium the uh other week but i I live in an ocean so that was kind of easy i just found the nearest ravine (laughs) swam down into it and grabbed one yeah i guess your only issue would be like drown throwing tridents at you that was a bit of an issue, and the oxalotls would kill them when I had them on the lead. Ah, you had that. <laughs> so, but that was easy. I just started scooping oxalotls up in a bucket before they could kill my close quit. Yeah, I didn't do that. I went the more uh, violent, path. violent route. Yeah, <laughs> take a sword to the face, oxalotl. <laughs> I mean, I had to protect the glow squid. That was my issue. It wasn't that I don't like axolotls. I was there for the glow squid safety, okay? <laughs> you stupid there. cute lizard, die! <laughs> but uh, I did have an issues with the glow squid that were spawning there. I was I was going to bring that up on the our main topic, mm-hmm. so I'll save it for there. Besides Minecraft, I moved my whole entire office and set up into another room in my house. Yeah, I, yeah, I had the man cave. I have I had my stuff down there. It wasn't, I don't know, I didn't have too much down there. Eventually, my wife wanted to come down there, bring her setup down there so we could play games together in the same room. Mm -hmm. So I was like, 
It took a while. I was like, all right, okay, you can bring it down here. Well, eventually, it went from her setup to her sewing station to her nail station. And now she's got her cricket where she makes crafts to where I didn't <laughs> I didn't have like any room down there in my my man cave was yeah. a woman cave after you know <laughs> so many months and I'm like, okay, I can't be in here. It it's 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 not easy to find time to record too. I'd have to be like, hey, I need you to be quiet for a few minutes. I'm gonna record something. And then to record something on Minecraft talking to yourself is a little bit embarrassing in front of someone, you know, it that is. issue too. I'm like, okay, like, can you turn? Can you maybe put your headphones on and watch something? Like, I don't want you to hear me, you know, that type of deal. I can't tell you how many times I had my roommate come because I have a couch in my office or whatever, and uh, he'll come and he'll just lay on the couch. We'll be talking. I'm like, all right, I got to record something. He's like, okay, I'll be quiet. I'm like, no, can you leave? Like, mm. it's kind of weird recording something with you sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like. I don't know what it is because you're talking to people over the internet, anyways. But with someone right. in the room with you while you're just talking to yourself about Minecraft, yeah, it just feels different. A little weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I I moved everything up into the new room. I haven't got my sound panels up yet, so I don't know if I sound different. You said I sounded a little low, so maybe I I touched something on. Yeah, you sound a little quiet. I had to crank my headphones up to uh, 36, and normally they chill out at 20. Yeah, I think Audacity has got me a little low, too. So I think I must have messed with some of the knobs when I was hooking stuff up. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, I'll get that all figured out here eventually. I did mm -hmm. uh, make sure my recording on OBS sounded good. I don't know, just pretty much started from scratch, you know, I'm... Everything, yeah. I still have everything in the computer, you know, just moved everything. But the audio, figuring out where things are going to go, that is uh, going to be a journey from now on. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. I can get a picture up. Maybe I'll take a picture afterwards. I pretty much got my setup in place. So maybe I'll take a picture of that and I'll put it out on the Discord for everyone to see. Awesome. Yeah, I love, what do they call it uh, on the Reddit, the battle station pics. Yeah. I love when people send pictures of their computer setups and stuff. Send more. I love it. Well, we got you got one coming. I'm going to take one afterwards. Nice. But that's uh that's it for my week pretty much. Awesome. Well, I'd say let's jump into the news, but there's no news. No. None. Uh we left off on 1171 and Mojang put out a little blurb saying, "Hey, no pre-release this week." So, we got no news. I thought we had some beta news, but when I went to their website, I couldn't find anything on there. So if there was beta news and you guys are upset or you Bedrock players are upset we didn't cover it, blame Mojang because I went to their news feed and I didn't see anything. Mm. At least nothing that we hadn't already covered. Let me put it that way. I guess some news is uh, I was able to get replay mod. Uh, you do have to be a patron mm -hmm. if you do want to get replay mod. Mm -hmm. And it seems to work, but I can't I can't not record. As soon as I start the game up and get into my world, it's recording automatically. I can't stop it. That's a setting. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I can't find any settings for replay mod. It's probably me. I just installed it maybe an hour ago, so I'll have to look at that. Yeah. You can get it, but you gotta be a patron. Pretty it's pretty nice if uh if you make content. Yeah, I've been feeling it. People are going to see, I think by the time this goes out, I'll have my new episode out. And spots where I normally do a time lapse are chopped up a little differently. Because I could have brought my camera account on, but then <sighs> moving files from my camera account file to my main computer is really awkward for me. So I don't like doing it. That's why the replay mod is so awesome. But... Yeah, I tried a different editing style. It's either going to work or it's going to flop, but we'll find out. Yeah, I had to use my second account when I was filling in my aquarium. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely like replay mod is so much better, so much easier to use. Mm -hmm. right, well, if we move on to listener comments, we got we got a couple, but I picked out this one. This one's from Guy, and they ask, if a new mob were to be added to the game... What would you want? I'm going to start with you, Jimbo. I was thinking about this, and uh, I was thinking a mob that can interact 
with nature a little bit. And I was going mm-hmm. with like a beaver. Like maybe you can have a beaver mod that could move water, you know, maybe make dams and maybe mm-hmm. move water streams, something along those lines. The thing is, I haven't got this down, but I was thinking a mob that could do something like that, and a beaver came into mind, because beavers, you know, they change the direction of waters. I don't know if you could do that in the game. Yeah, because then you run the risk of you built this really nice river, and now this beaver mob has come and dammed it up and moved your river. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you would have to have a certain kind of spawn, like you couldn't... They would only spawn in rivers, but if you were to decorate rivers, and rivers are actually pretty fun to terraform, it's a pretty popular idea. Yeah, you wouldn't want a beaver to come in and tear it up. Yeah. But maybe it couldn't interact with it. Maybe it could do something else, but I don't know. I would like to see a beaver mob. That would be cool. Um, If we're talking about me, I know people are going to expect me to say red dragons. I want to go a little different from the course. Obviously, I want more fantasy creatures in the game. Okay. I really like when Mojang does fantasy creatures. I think they do fantasy creatures better than they do real-life creatures. And that says something, because they do real-life creatures pretty well. But Mm -hmm. fantasy creatures, I think, are better. But if I'm not going to go fantasy and red dragon and stuff, I kind of want an armadillo. And I don't know why. (laughs) <laughs> but seeing the oxalotl and how cute they made that ugly lizard, could you imagine an armadillo? It would bring more life to like desert biomes or mesa biomes, which is something that's desperately needed even in savanna biomes. Yeah. So I'm going armadillo. How cool would it be to be walking down there and you just see this thing roll past you? Oh, that would be the reanimation. Yeah. Tuck and roll type of deal. So what I'm trying to think of what armadillos do in real life. Honestly, I didn't think that far because I just thought the mob was cool. Yeah. Um, you could maybe have it where it drops part of a shell that you can turn into armor or something like that. We talked about that with the turtles and stuff. Honestly, I just think the mob would be really cool. Everyone was expecting me to say Red Dragon, so I tried to go a little different, but I didn't fully think it out. I had a hard enough time coming up with Mending Minecraft this week, guys. You really let me down. Just saying. Yeah. And then there's the idea of what these mobs would drop. I mean, there's definitely, mm-hmm. like, when you said fantasy mob, I was like, oh, ex- that's probably exactly what I would have picked, some kind of fantasy mob. But I was thinking mm-hmm. of an animal. You know, first thing that comes to mind is an animal. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, a monkey or something like that would be cool, or an orangutan. Those are obviously od- obvious picks for, like, the jungle biome to bring more stuff to that but i looked at the biomes that need the most work and to me that's desert savannah and mesa more so savannah and desert than any other one so to me an armadillo would be a great mob to throw in there just for the atmosphere not so much the functionality so okay yeah yeah those do need those are pretty barren yeah maybe an end mob i'm sure we're going to get end mobs there's no like creature you can think of without some kind of fantasy related that could go in the end. Yeah. Well, honestly, when it comes to mobs, I think the end is fine. It's vegetation that the end needs. Yeah. I mean, I would, I wouldn't mind taking a step back with Enderman spawns to spawn other other mobs. That's true too. <laughs> I mean, it's all Enderman. Mm-hmm. It's nice for the Ender Ender. You know, don't get me wrong. But then again, if you can isolate an area still, there's like a, a parade on my street right now, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I didn't hear anything till you said it. Then I finally heard it come through your mic. Holy cow. That was weird. But yeah, I guess if you can isolate an area for Endermen, you're not going to lose much efficiency on a Ender Ender. But yeah, I would I would like to see more life to the end. But that's... It's like a completely different topic, you know. New mobs is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, first thing I went with beaver. Didn't <laughs> didn't go that far. Just a beaver. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I did. I, I didn't come up with any functionality for the armadillo. I just It was just one of those things that popped in my head and went, yeah, mm-hmm. 
that that's what I want. Yeah, to be honest, like I saw the show notes today and I saw the question. I was like, oh, let me try to think about this one. Yeah. When uh yesterday, so to put it in perspective what happened normally, me and Jimbo write the show notes Saturday evenings mm-hmm. and stuff, but Friday night was game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals for my hockey team. And they ended up winning, so me being the excited little child I am, stayed up to like 2.30 in the morning, excited that my team moved on. <laughs> Woke up early Saturday morning, went grocery shopping, came home, streamed, ate lunch, and then basically passed out for the rest of the day. So when I found out that, that we didn't have to record early in the morning, I was like, oh, I just wake up early Sunday morning and do the show notes, and that's what I did. Yeah, Saturday or last night, I was putting in linoleum floor in the woman cave. Mm. So, yeah, not only did I move out, it's getting like a remodel. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, but uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, Thank you for that, Ender Guy. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be running a listener survey. This survey will help shape the future of the show. And here's Stone Figure with more information. Hi everyone, I'm Stonefigure. Over the next few weeks, The Withering Effect is running a listener survey to find out what you think of the show. Included are questions about our Patreon, so if you're a Patreon or are interested in joining, you can help shape future perks by following the link in the survey in the show notes. The survey will close at 10pm BST on Saturday, July 24th, 2021. So don't delay and get involved today. Thank you for that, Stone Figure. Remember to get involved with the survey and give us your feedback on the show. Give us feedback on the show, our Patreon, and the Discord. But honestly, yeah, definitely do the survey because we used our last survey and basically remodeled the entire show based off that. Right. So if you'd like us to change stuff, definitely fill out the survey. I think Mending Minecraft came from the survey. Did it? Yeah. Oh, nice. So definitely uh, go in there and fill it out. It really does help us out figuring out what you guys would like to listen to and stuff. But uh, moving on, we're going to talk about Mending Minecraft. Mending Minecraft's on the Discord, and the Discord is the only place you can do the vote. This week, we asked you to choose between one of three mobs for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were the Parrot, Elder Guardian, and the Iron Golem. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Parrot. You guys let me down. Yeah, we (laughs) actually... You want to tell them? Yeah, so behind the scenes, when I saw these three came up, I went, oh, it's going to be Elder Guardian. Easily Elder Guardian. That's the mob that needs the most work out of all of these mobs. There's no way they're going to choose anything else. Carl then chimes in and goes, Nah, it's the parrot. You can't expect the Discord to vote on the obvious choice. They're definitely going parrot. Because he said parrot, I was like, screw it. I I want Iron Golem. I was yeah. like, I want Iron Golem to win. Yeah, so we, we made a gentleman's bet. The only rule was we could not talk about the bet or influence the bet in any way and just let you guys vote. The two losers had to say on air... Carl, you're a withering effect genius. There's my say. Jimbo, you got to say it. Oh, man. Carl, you are a withering effect genius. Uh, (laughs) So there you go. Parrot one. How did you guys (laughs) not choose the Elder Guardian? (laughs) Yeah. But the parrot parrot came in with 34 votes, Elder Guardian with 24 votes, and the Iron Golem with 11. Mm -hmm. Man, that... uh... I, you know, I was just going against you guys pretty much. Yeah, but. you had no choice because you chose last and you got whatever yeah. was left over. So for you losing, it's not that big of a deal. I still thought the Iron Golem had a good shot. Like, it was a pretty good week. I would have chose the Iron Golem over a Parrot. Yeah. To me, the Parrot's one of the more complete mobs in the game. Yes, because there is a lot. I have a lot here on the Parrot. I was, like, thinking, <laughs> yeah. do I cut things out? But no, like, these are all things... That are unique, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'll get into it. Parrots are rare, tameable mobs found in jungles. Now, the, the word rare is a little shaky. I mean, they're not all that rare. 
Yeah. Parrots can imitate sounds of nearby hostile mobs and can perch on players' shoulders. It's pretty unique. Pretty cool. They can be found in groups of one to two at Y level zero or Y level 70 or above and spawn only on logs, leaves, and grass blocks. There are five different variants of parrots. The gray, red, blue, green, and cyan drops one to five feathers when killed depending on the looting effect. Parrots can be tamed by feeding them wheat seeds, melon seeds, pumpkin seeds, or beetroot seeds. So seeds, any seeds. Mm -hmm. Parrots imitate and idle sounds of nearby hostile and certain natural mobs with a detection range of 20 blocks. Parrots dance near a jukebox if a music disc is inside it playing. And in Java Edition, attempting to feed a parrot a cookie instantly kills it, emitting poison particles as it dies. And I think in Bedrock, it poisons them, but doesn't automatically kill them, at least instantly. Mm. But yeah, that's a lot of stuff on the parrot. Yeah. So when it came to fixing the parrot, uh, the one obvious thing I think everyone, when I read through the discussion thing, kind of agrees with me on is the the uh, perching mechanic because they sit on your shoulder and when you hit the jump button space bar whatever it is on your setup for me it's the x button the parrot flies off but minecraft's a game where to go up one block you have to jump Mm -hmm. you can't just walk so annoying so every time you jump to get up one block the parrot just flies off your shoulder and that's crazy so that mechanic needs to be fixed. I think it was Rebel JC I saw with the best option that I agreed with, and that was double tapping sneak to have the parrot fly off your shoulder. So that way you can still use sneak, but if you hit sneak two times consecutively at a quick pace, the parrot would fly off your shoulder. That makes way more sense than the space bar. Yeah. Or the jump button. A button you frequently have to use in the jungle because there's leaves everywhere that you have to climb over. does have a really, another cool idea with the parrot, but I'll save that for after. Yeah. And when it came to cool, interesting things parrots can do, Mojang got most of them. Like, it makes perfect sense. Everything the parrot does in game is something a parrot would do in real life. It's pretty cool. Except for one. And this is an interesting fact that I found that I thought was like, we have to put that in there. (laughs) So, (laughs) a few years ago, this uh, farmer guy found out his sheep was dying. It turns out the parrots were killing the sheep and eating them. Parrots like meat. They will eat meat. They love some mutton. So I think we should be able to feed parrots mutton. Wait, I thought they liked seeds. They do like seeds, but they also like meat. <laughs> and because the article I read talked about parrots eating lambs and sheep and stuff, yeah, let's, <laughs> we should be allowed to feed parrots mutton. Yeah. Yeah, another interesting fact is there's not a baby parrot. You can't breed parrots. That's true, too. They're unique in that way. That's one thing I left out. Had to leave out. I didn't have enough room. Uh, And the final thing is parrots are one of the only birds that actually use their feet to eat. Uh, So it'd be cool if like the pandas have an an eating animation. Maybe the parrots should get an eating animation also. Mm. Yeah, like new animations. Yeah, but that's it. I I had like a whole list of stuff for the Elder Guardian, but you guys are going to have to wait for the vote to come back. Right. Rebel JC's comment in the Discord, he mentioned how parrots, because they're on your shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe if you have a parrot on your shoulder and you jump off a high area, it gives you like a feather falling effect, maybe even like a slow falling effect. Mm-hmm. Like it can flap your wings and have, you know, maybe make it an easier fall. I thought that would be a pretty cool thing. If not like one parrot, maybe you need two parrots on your shoulder to get this effect. I thought that'd be cool. I thought about that also because that is in uh, some video games like Legend of Zelda. If Link grabs a chicken and jumps off something, the chicken will flutter and you would gently float down. But my only worry is Mojang treats their real life animal mobs like real animals in the game or like real animals in real life. So they probably don't want some kid to go run and grab its parrot and jump off a roof. That's why we need more fantasy mobs. 
Yeah, it, it makes sense for us as adults to go, don't do that, but some random kid's going to do it one day because of that. Yeah, they saw it in Minecraft. <laughs> exactly. It makes no sense because there are creepers and skeletons and stuff in Minecraft, but that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I always I always use that argument. Like, there's why do it realistically when there's skeletons running around and zombies and creepers? It's not realistic in the first place. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to make things like to reality? And uh, yeah, you're right about the mobs. A lot of the passive mobs, they kind of keep it with, you know, the reality terms. So mm-hmm. parrots, I guess, wouldn't be much different. Correct. At least that's my thought process. I could be totally wrong. And Mojang implements that same thing. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's our mending Minecraft this week. Carl, you won the bet. Enjoy it. There was no physical payout payments or anything like that, guys. This had a calm of genius. It's the only time I'm going to say it. I'm not going to say it again. Just one time. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do that bet every week because that'd be a little crazy. But we might do it again later. Depends. But yeah, so our topic this week was more random thoughts on 117. We've already done a 117 random thought, but I've experienced some new 117 stuff I wanted to talk about. You've experienced some more 117 stuff you want to talk about. So it kind of seemed like a good time to throw in some more More random random thoughts. thoughts. You need like an echo behind your voice when you say that. I, I really do. Yeah, that'd be cool. I have the Go XLR. It's, just, it's only half set up, though. I can't figure out how to do a lot of the other stuff. Oh, I forgot to mention, my wife got me a stream deck. Nice. For my birthday, yeah. I don't stream much, but it's just, I got a stream deck. I need to figure it out. It, it's going to come in handy when you stream. Trust me. Nice. Yeah, I've seen it being used, but I'm like, I just haven't set it up yet. I'm setting up the room, so. Eventually, I'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to let you go first. What's your first random thought you want to talk about? Uh, my first thought, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I was thinking about this, but why aren't we getting XP when we mine these new ores? Like the new copper, iron, and gold ores don't drop XP when you mine them. I understand when you use Silk Touch and when you used to mine them, you wouldn't get XP because it would drop the actual block, regardless if it's mm-hmm. fortune or silk, silk touch. But now that you have fortune and it breaks into ores, you're not getting XP. And I would always forget because I would change my silk touch into my offhand, trying to mend my silk touch by fortuning these ores. And I'm like, I'm not getting any XP. And I keep forgetting that. And I was just, I, I kind of figured it out a little bit. Like, my first thought was coal. Coal is doing this. Coal is one of these resources that you break, it gives you an ore, and you get XP from it. And I'm like, okay, all these should act as if coal was doing it. But coal isn't like a natural metal. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. a, a fuel source. It's a little different. So I kind of understand why they do it, but I think it would be nice. And it, it confuses me right now that you're not getting XP from these. I thought you did get XP from those things. No XP. Are you sure? Because your next random thought kind of leans in my Yeah, you don't believe you don't believe me on my next one. Wait till I bring that no. up. No. That's a no, thing. Telling you. I got that on the first try. You want to go ahead and say your second thing so we can talk about this more? Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say it with confidence. I when while getting these wrangling up these glow squids. I was uh, going around, I grabbed all the glow squid I can, name tagged, all of them with all my name tags, 16 of them to be exact, and then I went back, I was like, I might as well go get some glow squid, there's so many glow squid that spawn in this area, and I've killed over 100 glow squid and did not get one glow ink, not one. I've got heads, I got three glow squid heads, not one glow ink. I've killed axolotls too, I'm like, okay. Axolotls can't be killing these things because they're not going to drop anything. And in real and in the game, if an axolotl will were to kill a glow squid, it would drop drop the glowing, but it wasn't dropping them. So I started. I was just I was murdering everything in this little hole of water, and mm-hmm. I was getting just heads. 
I wasn't getting any drops. And I don't know if it's because I'm in a swamp, if it's because I dug the dirt out to where the stone was exposed, but it shouldn't make a difference. The mob is there. It spawned there. Why isn't it dropping anything? And I can prove it. I got proof. I got footage. But I only gave you a little bit of it because I threw it at the end of my video. But I've got like minutes of me killing glow squids and I'm like, what is going on? It's it's really strange. And that's maybe a bug fix that they need to see. And I don't care if you don't believe me. Well, see, you told me this yesterday on stream and I immediately swam up to a glow squid, whacked it one time with my sword and it dropped ink and a head. Yeah. And you got a head. (laughs) So it's like, well, it works for me. I kind of want to go over to your base. And yep. me and you sit there and just attack glow squid and see which one ends up with more glow ink. Oh, I would love to. I would love it because we'll both end up with none. I'm telling you. We're both <laughs> going to end up with no glow ink. None of us will get any. I have looting three. We'll do this at some point. Yes, we have to. Uh, My first random thought, I don't really like traveling for amethyst. Now, this probably is not going to be an issue whenever we... Uh, update ripple effect to season four right because obviously you don't need to travel to new chunks to find the amethyst geode Uh, but right now i have to travel all the way to carl's base which is a distance and then from carl's base i have to travel out into my new chunk where i found my geode and uh yeah it's a pain so for anyone with old worlds updating it sucks and then the Amount of time it takes those things to grow. That's like waiting for pointed dripstone to grow at the same rate. So not only can I not build a farm around this thing, I now have to wait in some random hole in the ground for these things to grow also. Yeah, and farming it can be a pain too. Right. If you were to automate it. Yeah, because you can't AFK it. You have to be physically mining it to get what you need. Granted, there are... The people have built automated versions of these mm-hmm. that are just incredibly stupidly complicated. Right. But it's like, nah, I'm going with, I think they need to rework. I, originally, I was kind of on board with the, yeah, travel and all that stuff. But now that I've had to do it, no, nah, I don't like it. Yeah. I really like geodes. I think geodes are awesome. Uh, the having to travel to the budded amethyst. It's the same thing with spawner farms. Uh, I felt that you should be able to pick up spawners for a while now, too. They're interesting at first, but we see this on Hermitcraft starting their new SMP now. You build a spawner farm one week. By the next week, you've got the ender ender up, and now they're useless. Right. Because there's no point in traveling somewhere unless you specifically need to drop from that mob. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's already in your base, it's worth it. Yeah, and I'm going to need for my build. I have plans for the amethyst block. Like a a good bit of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm either going to have to farm it or find a lot of it, which means traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat there. Like, I love the fact that I have to go around to find things. I mean, I think the Deep Dark will give me that adventure regardless if it's Amethyst or whatever. The Deep Dark will definitely bring me out of hiding just to explore that. Even even the other caves that they're that are generating. But the amethyst, you know, to get that in abundance, you you need to farm it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'd be nice if there was a quicker growth rate. Yeah. I'd be okay with it in that case. Yeah, to me, it's either give us a quicker growth rate so our time sitting and waiting is not excruciatingly long. I'm not lying. Before I left... From my parents you had hopped on you were hopping in and out the entire time you were hopping in and out i was sitting in a geode waiting for amethyst to grow to clusters i got less than a stack in the entire time you were on and off mm. I, that was almost two hours of sitting there the most i've gotten is when i explored that new chunk and i came mm-hmm. across a geode and inside, by the geode, there's that mine shaft. And I went through and I was looking for glowberries and I was mining around it. By the time I got to it, mm-hmm. which was hours and hours, there was a bunch of crystals. That was the most yeah. I've saw. But yeah, you ha- kind of have to stay in the area for that. Yeah. And that's 
this was a geode I had found once before that I had already mined the clusters and everything out. I had cleaned up all the amethyst blocks and all that so we could get maximized cluster spawning potential. And two hours, I was still under a stack, and that's with Fortune 3 pick being used. Mm -hmm. I will say the entire two hours I was waiting, there was one large bud that never turned into a cluster. <laughs> and, I, and I did see a couple turn into a small bud, turn into a large bud, and turn into a cluster before this one large bud <laughs> even turned into a cluster. So, yeah. Either, either give us something to speed the process of these things growing up. Maybe, like, in water they grow faster or something. Light level, maybe. Or allow us to be able to move the block because it it wouldn't bother me like my point at dripstone farm is slow yeah i don't care because it's just chilling out at my base in the corner whenever i'm in my base it's working so i'm okay with it being super slow but me having to dedicate my little bit of free time to sitting into a hole so i can get enough amethyst shards to do the project i want to do it's not fun yeah i could see that uh what about you what's your next one yeah, my next one actually has to do with the spawners you talked about. You only traveled there to get a certain thing. And one thing I've noticed that I needed a lot of recently mm -hmm. is bone meal. Yep. And I just, as I was collecting everything, I can multiply every little block that I have. Besides, like, the new stones. But every, like, the moss block, the glow berries, the drip leaf, uh, what else is there? the azalea, like, I can multiply everything with just this bone meal. Bone meal is like everything. It really is. And it's probably not even like a 117 thing. It's always been that way, but it really yep. came into perspective <laughs> with 117. Dude, my entire farmer's market was based around getting more bone meal. Mm -hmm. uh, I 100% agree with you. I have the feeling you might be working on a potato carrot farm that just dumps everything into composters here soon so you can have enough bone meal yeah it's it's pretty crazy i have that you know my flower farm and i was like man i need a lot of bone meal for this it's not going to keep up and then you look around you're like oh my god everything needs bone meal it's yep yeah it was pretty surprising bone meal is white gold on minecraft yeah. it's a lot more useful than you think it really is good thing they got the uh those bone blocks in the nether now i went through when i was going back and forth from the 117 chunks in the nether mm -hmm. i stopped and grabbed all the bone blocks i could because i was like these are like yeah these are pretty valuable yeah well and this kind of proves my point if you have a skeleton spawner in your base that's the best way to get bone meal right right i don't have a skeleton spawner anywhere near me so i built an entire farming room to throw things in composters so I could get bone meal so I didn't have to leave my base and go somewhere and sit and take away from my time working on my base. Yeah. Being able to pick stuff up and move it is it's kind of a big thing, or at least let me have a workaround to get the items I need. Like bone meal. Yeah, I can't move the skeleton spawner, but if I need bone meal, I had a workaround. So I built the workaround. You look at XP, um, the whole smelting stuff in furnaces you can get xp on demand that way now that's another great workaround i love those little quirks that mojang comes up with but there's not one for amethyst right now and it stinks yeah that being said the all the textures in the geode i like way more than i thought i would i already knew calcite was a good looking block way better than diorite but even the amethyst block the budding block the smooth basalt those textures are gorgeous i love them yeah i'm a big fan they're still not a deep slate tile or a deep slate tile but they're good mm -hmm. yeah i like them you mentioned you were getting ready to build with a bunch of it so yeah yeah calcite's so good i have a bunch of uh what is it basalt mm -hmm. in my walls that i built trying to transition from the blackstone to the i don't know lighter colors and I'm using basalt, and it just it doesn't fit right. It doesn't feel right when I mix it in there. And I think that smooth basalt is exactly what I needed. Even deep slate kind of gives you that look. So I might I'm gonna try both of them mm -hmm. and see what fits. But yeah, it's 
I really like all I I like all the new blocks. Yeah, look really good. They get they did a good job. I was very worried about the amount of calcite in the geodes, wondering like I'm gonna have to kill ten geodes to get enough calcite for a build. And while it's not as much compared to like deep slate or whatever, there's a lot of calcite in these geodes, so I'm not so much worried about not being able to find enough, especially when you're starting a fresh world and these geodes are going to be everywhere. So that's not going to be a problem. That being said, I still would like them to be crafted just because if you're on an SMP and you're getting close to that two-year mark, it might be a little bit harder to get some calcite. So I think mixing like diorite with nether quartz flowers, because I think you can get that from piglin bartering now, makes a lot of sense to make some renewable calcite that'd be kind of cool see i see it as i see it as smooth diorite like if they if you could just or not smooth diorite Mm -hmm. polished diorite is what we have smooth diorite yeah if you could just smelt the diorite you could get a block that looks like that i think that's pretty much what it is it looks like a smooth diorite so if you could just smelt that and then we could get us a a smooth andesite and a smooth Mm -hmm. granite also maybe that's the way i think about it Another way to get those besides geode, I agree, would be fantastic. Yeah. I was just using my thought because you can craft like andesite. Uh, If you take diorite and gravel and you put that together, you can get andesite. So I was using that whole thought process since it's already in the game. But you're right. I mean, being able to smelt blocks and to get more variants is a good idea. Yeah. Just change the names from calcite. The smooth diorite. Yeah. Eh, maybe. Should I go to the next one? Yeah, because I, I wrapped up all mine kind of lined up in a row. Yeah, I thought so. Speaking of new blocks, and there not being enough of it, there is enough of these, but Deep Slate. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be renewable? I was thinking we have cobble. That's renewable. Even Blackstone is yeah farmable. So... Maybe Deep Slate. Now, there's a lot of it. We can get a lot of it, like, especially when they add these new biomes. Even now, like, you could you could fill up a lot of Deep Slate. But because those two are renewable, maybe we'll get a renewable Deep Slate. And I actually saw a tweet. Someone had a similar idea. Prowl, mm-hmm. a former guest, he mentioned if uh, we're going to get Deep Slate renewable and if uh, and an idea would be to maybe convert it to as if it were cobble, but do it below Y level zero, and it makes it deep slate instead of cobble. And I thought that that would probably be the way if they were to do it. Yeah. Unless you could farm it. Yeah, I agree that there's so much in the world right now. It's not too much of a worry to get renewable deep slate. Mm -hmm. But again, when you're thinking about two years into an SMP, not to mention we don't know how large the caves and the deep dark are going to be, are they going to be taking up a lot of what we have as spawning area now for deep slate? Cause remember deep slate's getting pushed deeper into the world. Come one eighteen, It's not going to be chilling out at uh Y level 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While I'm not in a immediate, like this needs to be done. Kind of like how I am with calcite. It would be really nice. That would be something I would like to consider. Yeah. Just because older SMPs, again, or imagine worlds that don't update or don't start over for an update. Imagine if you started a world on 113. Now you're you're constantly having to go out to get deep slate and come back. Mm-hmm. That's that's a crazy trip. After exploring 114 and 115 and 116, you know, like yep. you keep going further and further. Yeah, 118 is out there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah. Yeah, but it was more just like a question. Yeah, what we see these abundant blocks being renewable and farmable that, you know, maybe Deep Slate down the line could have that same feature. Yeah. But my next and last thought was something I never thought I would say, and that the azalea leaves are awesome. I love the azalea leaves, and I know they look just like the oak leaves and all the other leaves. But I live in a swamp, and in a swamp, if you were to place leaves, your leaves aren't looking good. You get a dark Mm -hmm. brownish green, almost. Unless it's a birch leaf or a spruce leaf. Yeah, 
But the azalea leaf, it's bright green regardless of what biome you're in. You can be in the desert. You could be in the swamp. Doesn't matter. You're going to have that bright, lush green leaf. And I didn't know that until I was able to grow them. And I'm looking at all the trees around me. I'm like, what is going on? Like, is this a glitch? And then, no, I kind of had to look it up because, you know, I don't pay attention to things I read on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these things are, regardless of biome, they come out a lush green. And I love that. I'm definitely going to use that in the future. Yeah, azalea leaves are awesome, especially because you can get the mini plant version Mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole quote-unquote moss part of the update so good. 117 was definitely better than expected for me. I just kind of went, uh, we're getting kind of half the update, not not the big part of the update, but half the update. And yeah, it surprised me and it's better than expected in my book. Yeah. And the moss block, I was kind of like I I love things to landscapes with, but I was thinking, you know, the moss block is a little grass-like and again, you get that lush green. You know, I'm in the swamp. Mm-hmm. It comes out a lush green, and it's very useful for biomes that you know kind of are a little off, I don't know, off-putting with the colors. Yeah. So that's that's real nice, and I, it's something I didn't realize until I had to see it. Awesome. Yeah, and I think when we did our we did our tier list, I had azalea everything at the bottom. I think so too. <laughs> Gotta bump it up. Yeah. Except for the logs. Yeah, we still get oak logs with the azalea. Yeah. But that's whatever. Still get some. But if you guys have some random thoughts on 117, we definitely want to know. Hit us up on Discord or Twitter. Twitter's the easiest spot to reach me during the day, but during the evenings, I'm always on the Discord. So either one works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Jimbo, if you don't have anything else, I think I'm going to start reading this out. Yep. That's everything for me. All right. I want to say a huge thank you to our patrons for supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Deadwalker, Fragile Rock, OB, Stonefigure, and Viper's Tuna. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us, or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these re- helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at theWitheringEffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links will be in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. The amazing music you hear in the intro and outro is created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.